It's a situation that many parents have found themselves in. Your regular babysitter canceled, and you have an important meeting or an appointment or are feeling extremely burnt out and just need some quiet time to run errands and clean the house. What do you do in this situation? For parents who do not have a local support network, are experiencing homelessness or domestic violence, or for those parents of kids with special needs, finding a safe and reliable source of childcare can be a significant challenge. Sometimes, the lack of options leads a parent to make an unsafe decision, such as leaving the child home alone. This week on Living Local, we visit our program partner, La Causa, a local agency that provides parents in need an option for childcare. My name is Robin Shamwalat, and I'm the program coordinator for the Crisis Nursery and Respite Center. We are a 12-bed um, shelter for children ages birth through 12 here. Um, so what we do is we're able to take children for as little as a couple hours all the way up until three full days when parents are having an emergency. So whether it be homelessness, a domestic violence incident, or a medical emergency with either the parent or one of the other children. So the kids are able to come here at no charge to the families, and then that way the parents know that they're safe, they're getting quality care, and then they can attend to whatever crisis is happening in their lives. La Causa's Crisis Nursery and Respite Center serves approximately 600 children per year and is the only program of its kind in the state. Open 24 hours per day, 365 days per year, children who come into the nursery are provided with meals, baths, playtime, nap time, and anything else they need to see them through the day happy and healthy. And then these are two staff that we have on right now. This is Virginia and this is Rosie as well. Staff at the Crisis Nursery are loyal with the majority of caretakers having worked there for 10 plus years. Okay. So we're just getting their morning started. Hi guys. Hi. 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 So then this is a first floor playroom and then we do have a computer room over here for the older children as well. And then right out back we do have our playground and our backyard area. George Torres, president and CEO of La Causa, joined us for the tour. George, I know you mentioned that you wanted just to kind of feel like grandma's house. Yeah, and that was pretty important. I mean, we didn't want it to feel institutional or like a clinic. Um, you know, we want these kids to be able to come here and, and feel comfortable. And, and what we've actually created is a, an environment where, whereby when the kids come, they don't want to leave, and uh, they look forward to coming here. So that is a, that's a big deal. The heart of the nursery is the huge dining room table, which was custom made to seat up to 12 kids and staff. Because the nursery is open on all holidays, Many happy times are spent around the table enjoying a turkey dinner, celebrating birthdays, and sharing quality time together. So this past Thanksgiving, we did have a parent who was staying at one of the area shelters with her children, um, and she had the opportunity to work on Thanksgiving at a new job, um, but she, she really didn't want to because she wanted to make sure that her kids got Thanksgiving dinner as well. Um, so her children were able to come here, stay with us, um, and mom was able to work so that she can keep that job so that she can eventually get out of a shelter and find housing for her family. And the kids were able to come here and have, you know, turkey, mashed potatoes, green beans, stuffing the full bit. So and then do craft activities and things like that and then celebrate in the evening with mom. The key is that we, we want parents to have a choice, not to leave them in the car when it's 95 degrees or when it's 10 below zero, not to leave them at home by themselves um, because that's when things start you know, going haywire. So, and again, just a reduction of stress, the general stress where you know, the parents are at the end of their rope, they have no other resources, they get frustrated and the easiest one to take it out on is usually the, the small kids. So that's the type of stuff that we want to prevent. The nursery also provides another unique service, care for newborns. 
uh, a lot of daycares and other places won't take children until they're six weeks of age. But sometimes for mom, she may have complications after she does give birth. Um, and so where this baby may not need to go in the hospital, mom does. And um, a lot of times parents have a hard time finding somebody who's qualified to care for a baby that's that young. They may have some sort of support system, but someone's really not available or able to care for a newborn. And so that's where we come in. The second floor of the nursery contains four bedrooms, three of which contain beds for older children, and one room with cribs for the infants that come to stay. On the elevator ride down to the basement playroom, Robin and George talked about how the nursery makes itself accessible to children with special needs. So, for example, last year we did have a a family that needed um, to go in for a surgery, um, the parent did, and so their special needs child was able to stay here for three days. And um, he has a wheelchair, um, and he has some, some vision issues and things like that. He's not very verbal, um, and he was able to stay here for three full days. And the parents knew that they didn't have to worry about him because he was here. There's room for his chair. There's room for him to be able to crawl around and move around on the floor um, to help him kind of walking, assisted walking, things like that. That's really an area that is so lacking in Milwaukee area because again if you've got a special needs child trying to find someone that that has the capacity and the ability to, to you know take good care of them is pretty tough. George is speaking from experience. As the father of an adult daughter with special needs, George understands these struggles all too well. You know we waited six years to have a child. We wanted to make sure that our house was in order, that we were prepared. So you know we both had jobs, uh, you know we, we saved up the money we purchased a nice house. Uh, we were ready to go. You know, we checked all the boxes. And so my daughter um, suffered a result, uh, suffered a reaction to a pertussis part of the DPT shot when she was small and suffered brain damage. And so, you know, I've been, I've been blessed in that I have the resources um, throughout my career, uh, whether it be, you know, making sure I'm financially secure and making sure that I've got you know strong family support. My wife is, I mean, this is her full-time job. But I can tell you that even with all the resources you have, taking care of someone 24-7 um, and, and you become their lifeline, where you bathe them, you feed them, you dress them, you, you know, speak for them, you, you, all of those things, um, that is, that's stressful. And so, if you can imagine someone that's going through life as a, care, as, a, as a personal caretaker for a disabled child that um, might be autistic, a child that might have cerebral palsy, that ha might have muscular dystrophy, that might have cancer, that, whatever, that, uh, and, and, you know, someone that can't walk, um, those are all things that, again, put stress on the parents. One of the things that we've found, and we, I, I'm talking about me personally with, with my situation, is that finding someone that actually provides respite for a child, it sounds like a good idea, and it's a great theory, but again, trying to find someone that does it, more often than not, you're not going to find someone. Really? Yeah. So what happens is, if you can imagine um, having a life where you don't have, there's no normalcy. You don't get to go out to dinner. You don't get to go on vacation. You don't get to just jump in your car and go for a ride. And that was your experience. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. We and we're still living it. Despite having family-sustaining jobs and a nice home, George and his wife found it difficult to access resources for their daughter. That is when he discovered the reach of United Way. Now, when she was smaller, 
and we knew that obviously that we had gone through this process and it was time to get her in school, um, she wound up uh, going to Penfield. So again, another United Way you know, uh, service, another uh, provider. And so we were able to use Penfield and they were great. They were wonderful that their specialty is working with you know, children with disabilities. And so, you know, again, when you look at all of the different services that, um, that were funded along the way by United Way, it didn't matter if I had money. Because most of those places, you know, would look at you and go, don't care. Penfield never asked for any money. You know, they just said, we want to help you guys. We want to be able to do what we can to, you know, to make things better. And so that only happens because, again, we have, they have strong partners and strong supporters. His experience raising a daughter with special needs inspired George in his work with La Causa, particularly the crisis nursery and respite center. You know, in five, ten years, where would you like to see La Causa in terms of respite care for special needs children of all ages? Well, I mean, one of the things we're working on right now is expanding this model. So, I mean, we've got it, you know, we've kind of got it perfected. We've got, you know, the model for the home. Um, so we're looking, we know that this is a service that's needed, just not here. I mean, and we're just, I mean, this is a small drop in the bucket when you look at, you know, we, we have capacity for up to 15. You know, we keep it right around 12 for licensing purposes. But suffice to say that, you know, on any given day, we could fill this building up with no problems. So for example, so Tia does have some pretty severe special needs. Um, so it's really a, this is a break for her mom to be able to come in and have Tia here. And what she's actually doing is she's spending, um, she spent her 24 hours with her older child. La Causa gives parents the option of bringing their child or children in once per month for a period of 24 hours. This does not have to be an emergency. Rather, this time is called respite, a period of time where La Causa cares for the child and the parent can rest, run errands, clean the house, or, like Tia's mom, spend one-on-one -on -one time with a sibling. So she could, she could have left both kids here, but she wanted to have the day to spend with her older child so that she could give her some one-on-one -on -one attention. Um, and then she knows that you know, her younger child can be here and she's well cared for, um, even though she does have those special needs. So she doesn't have a lot of people that will, will care for her. Um, so she can stay here and mom can get some time with um, her sister. And then, so if, so again, if those parents are coming here just for a, you know, a temporary respite or, or a day, um, they need to go to an appointment, then are you equipped to refer them to another child care center that could also take care of their child with special needs? Most definitely. Um, we do make a lot of referrals. We also like to refer to um, Easter Seals and, and Autism Speaks and Autism Society of Wisconsin and things like that, um, and really get parents connected. Um, because sometimes parents are, are, have just found out a diagnosis and may not know what to do next and then sometimes parents are very well connected as well so they've you know been doing this with their child for a long time they're very aware of their diagnosis and and treatment options and things like that so they're hooked in sometimes with with other agencies and then they tell us about them so we can make those referrals as well we know that this is an issue that uh, exists in Waukesha County that exists in Ozaki County that exists in Racine County and so my hopes are that we can take this model and replicate it and at least put one in each of those in the surrounding communities. And so uh, that's, that's where we're going to start. And then from there, uh, you know, we've already started discussions about you know, expanding our base uh, to include more uh, respite so that folks that have 
uh, kids with disabilities are, are taken care of as well. So they really do have a good good time with us, and, and that's the whole point. So we don't have a curriculum or anything like that. Um, they're here to relax, to be kids, to be cared for, um, and so that mom can, you know, mom and dad can get a break, and so the kids can get a break from the daily stressors at home as well. To learn more about the great work of La Causa and United Way's other partners, visit unitedwaygmwc.org. To volunteer, and yes, you can volunteer at the nursery, visit unitedwaygmwc.org volunteer to browse opportunities. La Causa's Crisis Nursery and Respite Center is one of more than 220 programs funded by United Way's Community Fund. Did you make a gift to United Way this year? Come to our annual meeting on February 28th at the U.S. Bank Downtown Kitchen to hear more about the impact your gift is making in the community. Registration info is available in the blog that accompanies this episode. Living Local is produced by myself, Katie Kuhn, Melissa Hannon, Brian McCaig, and John Waldbauer. Visit unitedwaygmwc.org podcast to browse our archive.